Last time on Take Off Your Pants and Podcast, Mike and Ryan barely even talked about Blink-182. Instead, they spent the entire episode talking about Green Day. Anyways, they continue the discussion on this episode and play a little game involving a certain ex-Blink member. Will this Dragon Ball reference ever get too old? Find out now on Take Off Your Pants and Podcast. Take your pants off. Why they were, why it kind of just changed like yeah, so why drastically. It it's so different, and it ties back into Blink One Eighty Two. Blink One Eighty Two fans will know that Tom DeLonge has had an odd arc in his career. Um, he started out, you know, kind of fun, happy-go-lucky songwriter, and turned into like uh, he's trying very hard to be like U two Radiohead, mm-hmm. be very dramatic, and in the aliens and all that kind of stuff. Um, I think Billy Joe had something similar go on where something I was saying that I've, I love so much and probably my favorite thing, um, aside from Mike Durant, we haven't really touched on enough is just incredible. <laughs> Paul McCartney of punk S bass <laughs> playing, um, throughout this time period at least. Mm-hmm. And, um, at the same time, this Billy Joe songwriting has been re- really good about speaking about things he knows his experiences and then warning, you start to see him kind of turn outward. And I think American Idiot is great. I think it holds up. But I think it has the beginnings of why Green Day started to not become so good in at least our minds. Mm -hmm. And so I haven't told you this theory yet. So I'm going to tell you this theory, and you tell me what you think about it. If if you think this explains the the downfall of Green Day, I think, as you put it. (laughs) I think it was twofold. One, uh, I think for whatever reason, Mike Durnt... um, slightly lessened his playing. I don't want to say it's entirely that. I think it's mostly he just kind of got mixed to the back, beginning mm. with American Idiot, and I think that's continued mm. since. I mean, listen to songs like Minority. Mm-hmm. In the verse, you know, it's just like, dun, 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 but then the bass is probably dun, mixed dun, dun, as dun, loud dun, as dun. the voice almost. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I think of iconic Green Day moments, it's bass, and I can't think like of any. And... I can't think of any past, even including American Idiot, which I like. Yeah, I can't even think of one in American Idiot either, really. I mean, there's like stuff like holiday but it's yeah, there's it's moments guitars, though, it, in the same way the simpsons you know is still good after you know the 12th season or whatever that has good episodes you know but it's like it's just not the same mm-hmm. and i think that's mike during space playing is like the simpsons now you know mm-hmm. it's still going and it has flashes of good episodes good moments but it's not it's just not the same mm-hmm. you know um and I, I don't know if that's entirely on him. I think a lot of it is just mixed lower. You just can't hear it a lot. Um, sometimes, though, like 21 Guns, you know, songs like that, it's just, it's not the same. He has, like, a thing to do with, like, music in general, like, it, on, like, the radio and, like, uh, pop music and sort of just what rock, like, American Idiot's probably one of the last like rock albums to be like <laughs> yeah. each song was like a number one hit. Or it whatever. is, like, it is a little weird because you have, it was like you know, the, the end you know, of, it was in the rock on the radio is where American idiot basically like it kind of like, <laughs> one way of like a, it. yeah, put that on the album, <laughs> the end of rock on the radio. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, maybe it's a symptom of a lark, you know, whatever the case, it's just something that's not there. And that's, so that's one hit, you know, one engine. Yeah. <laughs> 
the other thing is uh, Billy Joe's songwriting, it turned from being about himself and then to warning kind of this detached thing, but still uh, the subject matter is, you know, the same thing. But it feel, feels personal still. Very just, personal, yeah. yeah. And to let me tell you about my opinions on things, mm-hmm. uh, which can, that's a risky gamble. Mm-hmm. And it can work if you have interesting things to say. Mm-hmm. You don't usually, like as a musician, <laughs> like, you you know, just most people aren't Renaissance people. You know, they're not great at everything. Like, typically, you know, John Lennon, best musician, one of the best <laughs> musicians ever lived. It goes like... Not one of the best politicians, you know, or political thinkers, you know, not mm-hmm. the best. So, um, and I think that's the problem with Billy Joe. And, and not just politically. I think it's just... He's singing about other things. I don't think you have personal songs from him anymore. I think you have songs that, in a lot of cases, like Tom, are just kind of not about anything mm. and just kind of about vague, just a lot of kind of evoke imagery and sentiments. Yeah. What do you? So okay. So that's my theory about Green Day. Is, is any of this you know do you call bullshit? Well, do you, is there anything else you think I haven't hit on? Well, I don't know. Like it's kind of like um, American Idiot is fucking great, and there's. A lot of great songs. I mean, I think now listening to it, um, I'm not as nuts about like the long, the two 10 minute long songs that are on it yeah. as much as I was at the time. Yeah. Um, I think those are the only things that kind of like, eh. but other than that, there's great fast songs. There's great slow songs on it. Um, another great transitional song in there is, uh, um, uh, are we waiting to, uh, oh, St. Yeah. Jimmy? Jimmy? That's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Yeah. And Are We Waiting, I think, is the type of song that could so have easily become awful, but I think it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think still it's something I've gone back to for this. It holds up, I think, yeah. in, in a way that it just, the piece is there. I just, I could imagine that being just a disaster mm-hmm. of a song. Holiday kind of has like maybe like a warning vibe to it, kind of. It does, yeah. Did you yeah. listen to the B-sides from American Idiot? What are those? Are those on shenanigans or is that? No, they're on the uh, the bonus. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they not. sound their warning songs. Yeah, Shoplift. Have you heard the song have, Shoplifter? No. All right, you you have. Sw- after this, listen to Shoplifter. <laughs> it's 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 a warning song. <laughs> Did Jerry Finn produce American Idiot? I don't know. Maybe. Do I have that? I think he did. Did uh, he? I'm pretty sure. I know he. So he. Uh, he was the mixer on Dookie, mm-hmm. and he worked on. I'm pretty sure he worked on some of their other albums. Let me think. Um, Let me think. Ameri- <laughs> Let me Google. <laughs> This is this is me thinking. <laughs> yeah, Ryan's like, let me think, because he pulls up his phone and starts typing onto it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not fooling anyone. I don't think right? he did. Uh, Rob Caval. Oh, so same guy who did Dookie. That's kind of cool that it was the that same cool. guy who did their oh, their first. Uh, yeah, so I'm sure Green Day fans are loving this. <laughs> it was fucking Rob Caval. <laughs> yeah, no shit. It was cool. It was the same guy who did Dookie. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I think that album holds up. I, I never got to see the the play, but you're right. It, and it was a, you, you, we were talking about this before of how American Idiot uh, signed the times of just like oh, shut up about Bush already kind of <laughs> yeah. thing. But it, now it's something bit, I was mentioning earlier. I th- how I think it's aged better because yeah. we're not inundated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's um, and it's cool. Uh, it was a bummer that 
because they ran ran that album to the ground as far as like there's a lot of singles off of it Every that were big hits. Yeah. Um, there was a play and everything, and then it was. Not, I I'm surprised that twenty um twenty first century breakdown was a whole five years later. It was so much later. Yeah, That's the crazy. output. You know, thinking about this for this episode, the output of Green Day in the two thousands is awful. I mean, they did American Idiot and then twenty first century breakdown, and that's it compared to the nineties. Yeah, I mean the nineties. The decade previous, you have Kerplunk, Dookie, Insomniac, Nimrod, and Warning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The next decade, you have American <laughs> Idiot and 21st Century Breakdown, which is why I think American Idiot just kind of broke them. I don't think they knew what to do after that. Yeah, you're, they, that was it. They should have stopped. They should have. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. So, do, do you, uh, my, my, anything I'm kind of saying, so looking forward to 21st Century Breakdown and the, the Unos Dos Trilogy. I was kind of looking forward trilogy. to that 21st Century Breakdown. Well, I... I just want to say, like, is any of that what I was saying about the songwriting? Like, is that something that you think? I, no, rings? I think you're right. Um, it's sort of, I mean, it's one of the things is I have not dove into it as much. I think at this by this time in my life, I've just branched off into so many different types of musical things. Like, I got into you know '80s music and new wave, and got into like more garage punk and just more like other things. Like, I Green Day fell off the radar for me, kind of thing, and it and. Uh, and mostly, probably with 21st century, um, that like I noticed it. I think the most with uh, tw- uh, 21st century breakdown, uh, break is that what it's called? <laughs> <laughs> is because I was a big Green Day fan and uh, and and loved American Idiot. But yeah, with that album, I think I that's when I noticed it. They, that they I broke. I very much remember putting that in my car, stoked as hell. Yeah, and I was specifically like gonna do the late nighttime drive, blasting the Green Day album, and that late night drive was just you could see like the the time lapse of the smile slowly like fading <laughs> and and what it is and i i don't think i listened to it after that i like, tried I, I to just, go back was, recently yeah. and i've you know just to kind of revisit it see if it's bad as i remember but it's just it's not necessarily that it's terrible it's just that it's kind of trying to repeat itself american idiot way too far later it's so aimless like it yeah. denver the songwriting just isn't there i think yeah and, my favorite song on it um and and i'll put that in the top 20 Green Day songs because I love it is uh, the Peacemaker song I'm right there with you because that song it's the best on the album it's yeah because sound, that sounds like Warning yeah it sounds like some off Warning or or Numerod you know kind of just like this weird type of thing that's yeah. uh um doesn't it's you know if it's political or not but it just has like a cool angle to it sort of a westerny vibe uh and I go back to that song a lot actually and that's Mexican mariachi sort of thing going with it, um, and uh, he just sounds like he has the energy with the song as well. Um, has has just feels like an old Billy Joe in a way, and you know, kind of into the new thing. And I kind of wish they did more shit like that, kind of in a way. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, like stuff like we just watched the Twenty One Guns um, music video, and it's just like it's like the longest song ever made. That's like, probably their worst. I think their worst song. I think that song is it, it's horrendous. <laughs> I, I do. I think it's one of the worst songs 
it's I think it's shocking that Green Day did that song. I I I I could write, you know, talking about video, we were talking about YouTube video essays before this. I could write a video essay deconstructing, <laughs> like, why 21 Guns is an example of, like, bad songwriting. I, 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 it's so long. The chorus is repeated so much, um, which is fine if it's, like, an interesting chorus, but it's not. It's so simple. No. Like, and the thing is, is, like, was he trying to Mike replicate? Mike Dern is just, dong, <laughs> dong, dong. <laughs> They trying to replicate like the success of like Boulevard of Broken Dreams or something or like maybe or uh, um, Wake Me Up When September Ends or something because um, like trying to do like another because those are big two huge oh songs. My God. Can, I I dare anyone to make a playlist of sandwiching Twenty One Guns in between <laughs> Boulevard and Broken Dreams and uh, what was the other one you said? Wake Me Up When September Ends. Yeah, Wake ends. Me Up When September Ends. Like <laughs> you'll know you. That's a that's like how you learn what a good song is. Just listen to that. That's you'll know. <laughs> like, I, I don't know if there's listeners out there who love that song. Please write in and let us oh, know. We were talking about that. We watched uh, transformers two. I think it was <laughs> right. We both saw that in theaters. Yeah. And I remember like hearing that song two or three times in the movie yeah, and just turning to you and being like, times. Holy shit. Hey, beautiful. I'm breaking up with you, Sam. Really? Sure. I'm not hearing a whole lot of conviction. Well, I am. Okay. So there's no reason for me to come say goodbye to you. Wow, you almost sounded serious that time. Guess what? I made you a long-distance relationship, kid. Yeah, I got your webcam so we can chat 24-7. All with Wiki all the time. And I got you a couple souvenirs from the event that cannot be mentioned on cell phones. Some mixes and candles and stuff. Sounds cute. I can't wait. Oh, hey. You want the I remember, <laughs> like, that first came on, I was like... Oh no! And it was like playing in like his like one of their garages or something. Because of that, I think Twenty One Guns is the Michael Bay of songs. <laughs> one, Twenty One Guns. Are right, yeah okay so one Lift of your heart. I think this might be a good time to do this, Ryan. Well, there was I mean we didn't get like the Uno Dos Trace too much, but uh, okay so, yeah let's 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 do Uno Dos Trace uh. So they do the rock opera. Then they're like, let's get... That doesn't go over well. Um, well the second rock opera, I mean. The yeah. second rock opera. Is, is, that, I mean, is I, it supposed to be? Oh, yeah. Totally. I, I feel like it's a continuation of American Idiot. It's it was supposed to be. to be a separate story. I mean, who the fuck knows? But, <laughs> uh, yeah, there's like Christian as a character. Um, there's different characters. Maybe it's like a loose sequel. The story doesn't make any sense in either of them anyway. Um, but whatever, whatever the case is, they. Um, it sounds like they... It's just relatively well. I think it's sold all right. And songs like 21 Guns, I mean, it's a massive song. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a little bit like Nimrod, where they have like the breakout single. I don't know if anything else really did that well. Wasn't there another big hit on 21? Um, know Your Enemy did all yeah, right. You know, oh, I hate that. That's probably, I think I like that worse than I hate that worse than 20. It's like a parody of a Green Day song. Ah. <sighs> That song, yeah. That, that, and and if you want a perfect example of how Mike Durant's bass playing was essential to Green Day, that's a big one. That's that's an old school Green Day song in a lot of ways, but you just you just took the, the interesting bass out. <laughs> Like you know that normally they'd be like you know like would be under that, but it's just not. I remember the music video being like 
so oh, awkward awful. and awful. It looked like a, like a bad YouTube video. They kind of yeah, era. they like yeah. Look at the they're old. We didn't even talk about the music videos, but like they're so great. Like for the nineties so ones are really good. Insomniac in particular, I like because I'm a sucker for as I was saying the Terry Gilliam. I don't know what it's called. Collage art. Collage art. Yeah, they did a lot of that in the videos for Insomniac. It's on the cover and. That yeah. shit looks but then so it good. like and there's cool videos in American uh, Idiot, but it was like the start of, you know, American F music videos just not being cool anymore. But uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, it was uh, oh, American Idiot had great ones. They had they did the whole thing that like blended together. Which one was that? Like all their videos. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The kind of walking. They, it wasn't at all like it's like the one video, but they just had transitions in between yeah, yeah, them. Yeah. So he was like walking on the green screen. I think was the transition between like Hollywood and Boulevard or something. Yeah, I remember that. That was cool. It was really neat. I like that. Um, but yeah, with Nudos Trace, like it was one of those things. I remember, t- yeah, being like, you know, okay, what, a, you know, <laughs> um, okay, that's another box quote. Yeah, <laughs> you know, okay. <laughs> but I think I didn't even get to. Dose and trace, or I didn't even get the tray. I mean, I mean, at yeah. all. Like, no one got. The I don't tray. think I got the tray. Like, I was no kind of like, uh, you know, okay, let's read the next one. But what I do appreciate about those, um, and it's funny because um, our own human time capsule wrote us, sent me, uh, or sent us an email, like giving his own little track list of it. Friend of the show, human time capsule. Yeah, and uh, I was listening to that, and he mentioned in this email, we'll get to it, but he mentions about like how Warning was such a big album for him. And I felt like he made the Warning album with that track list he kind of did. It was just like songs kind of yeah, like that. You sent me, you sent me that, and I listened to some of it. I didn't have to, uh, sorry, Human Time. I haven't <laughs> had, I've been very busy, and I haven't had time to hear the whole playlist, but I've heard some of it. And one, I liked it better than any of the individual albums, so yeah. I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> like, I get it. Um, and two, yeah, it does have a bit of a Warning vibe. Yeah. There's a, some of that production on those. It sounds very limp. <laughs> It is, you know, the, the so whole the, the trilogy. I mean, uh, the production, I think, just is god awful well, on these. Crazy because we had a dude, um, I can't remember who it was that recommended us to check out the Demolicious, um, yeah. And I went, he back said it was, was like the if it was made, if they well, made that's these what Mike when Dirt said. Still, oh, yeah, Mike Dirt, yeah, sorry, so you, you, Mike yeah. Dirt said that like if Demolicious is if the Uno Dos Trey uh series was done on Lookout, they're old, uh, you know, yeah, and it's totally. Like I was listening to, I've been listening to that a lot. Yeah, and it's, that should have been the album. Yeah, and the thing is, is that they're simple songs. They went back to like you know, like old school, old school, and not really care, and just make something kind of fun. And uh, it just they sucked all the life out of those songs with those with the the, the real album. Yeah, you know, it boggles my mind to hear. Um, you know, if you had just blind taste tested Nuclear Family to me, the two versions, the one on Uno and the one on Demolicious. I w- and you're like, which one's the demo? I would have said Uno. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds like you're you're missing some tracks. Like, just, yeah, it just it, sounds so weak. Yeah, like there's even like it just has like a almost tinny, live the the vocals on the whole thing as if it's like tinny quality on on the whole trilogy. Ooh.
they were tr- well, what the deal was with that. I'd like to hear a story of like what happened with that shit. Yeah, yeah. Because it sounds well, like they just made some cool little rock, like you know, old school kind of punk, like simplified songs, and and just yeah, just kind of record, re-recorded them and sucked all the life out of it. So. Yeah. I I wonder. You know, I know Billy Joe kind of recent after that. You know, during the promotion of it, checked himself into rehab. I don't know if maybe if he was like out of it during the making of the album, if maybe that had an impact on like the production, like he just kind of, maybe he was more involved in the past and wasn't really there or something. If yeah. that was an issue. I don't know. Um, anyway. Yeah. That's kind of, I guess the, the, I put it down in quotes as the downfall. Yeah. The downfall. Of, I know. And I'm, I'm with you. I just, uh, yeah, I think, I think the, the core the, and I think it continued even to when they stopped in the rock operas. I think my, my theory of green day, I think it still applies that you have these songs like, you know, oh love. That's just like, what is this about? And there's no bass, and mm-hmm. that's the fun part of Green Day is the bass and fun lyrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're both gone. Yeah. Um. So I mentioned before we did the show that, uh, or at the top of the show that there was a game mm-hmm. I prepared. I'm excited. It has to do with my theory. Um, it's a bit of a self-servicing game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's meant to emphasize the point I'm trying to make. Um. But so, um. <clears throat> As I mentioned, uh, Billy Joe, yeah, try not to look at my screen. Uh, Billy Joe's songwriting over time kind of, in my mind, went from writing about himself and his world to writing about things he wanted to talk about. And I think it was like this effort to seem smart. I think when American Idiot happened, it was like, I need to be like the rock band of the 21st century. I need to write songs about like nuclear family, you know, or like, you know, 21st century breakdown. I need to like make these statements. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that kind of got me thinking about another person we know who started to write songs uh, for the purpose of seems like for the sole purpose of being the biggest thing in the world. Okay. Um, so Who's that? Tom DeLong. Oh. So this game is called uh, Billy Joe or Tom DeLong. <laughs> so I'm going to read. I got some song lyrics here for you, Ryan. Okay. And uh, it's a simple game. You just got to guess. Is this a Tom DeLong lyric or is this a uh, late career, a post-American Idiot uh, Green Day? <laughs> okay. Is there going to be a theme song for this? Cool. <laughs> Just the, they got the game show. Yeah, put some organ, cheesy game show yeah. organ. Um, all right, so are, are you ready for this, Ryan? It's time for <laughs> Billy Joe or Tom DeLong. Uh, all right, so um, sounds fun. You got to win against again. Um, you have no competitors, so uh, the bar is low. Number one. All right, you can't see my screen, right? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I developed x-ray vision. I can see through your MacBook. Oh, wow. Uh, Well, you're going to have to read it backwards, and I already know you can't read anyway. (laughs) All right. Dig. And I tried... So before we start this, I tried to... This was a little hard because I figured you'd probably know most Tom DeLonge lyrics. Yeah, that's true. If it's from Angels and Airways, maybe not. Yeah, I focused on that. Okay. Actually, it's all Angels and Airwaves. Okay. I figured Blink is just like, you're going to know it. Like, yeah. there's no Blink song I'm going to read, and you're going to be like, oh, uh, you know. So it's all Angels and Airwaves. And even within that, though, I tried to, like, find the obscure songs because okay. I just. Uh, so my apologies if you, like, immediately recognize right. any of these. Well, but, it'd be a funny joke anyway to yeah. maybe somebody else. All right. <laughs> Number one. You never even knew my name. Crying up the rivalry. 
waiting for a bit of shame and blood us from the battery. Weird. Um, yeah, one, like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I've already made my point um, now. <laughs> shit, I have no idea. Um, didn't even know my name. I'm going to guess, uh, since um, it's kind of referring to themselves, I'm going to say it's Billy Joe. It's Angels and Airwaves. Oh, shit. That, uh, what song that- is that? Artillery from uh, the Chasing Shadows. How does that, I you that. didn't even know my name. I think there's like an echo. No, my name. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. So this is hard. This is this is good. All right. Uh, I have nine questions. So okay. Um, <laughs> at the speed of life, I'm like a drone shooting up in the sky. I'm a shooting star. Tom DeLonge. Somewhere now by Green Day. <laughs> That's a, a little tease. That's off their latest <laughs> album. <laughs> are you just trying to like? Are, are you? Are you? You're not trying to throw the game. I'm are not. You? No. These are genuine guesses. Yeah. Yeah. These are guesses. These are genuine. I picked that because I thought the shooting star would throw you off. You need think. It guys. did. Yeah. That did. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Number three. So you're so far zero, <laughs> zero for two. Hit the lights and bang the drum. Let your flag unfold, because history will prove itself in the halls of justice. And lost souls. <laughs> these lyrics are all pretty great, right? Like, this is what is this? What are any of these about? <laughs> They're just vague, like <laughs> rebel, be cool. <laughs> um, is that Billy Joe? Ninety nine Revolutions by Green Day. Okay, okay. ding ding ding. Cool. What what you what there one. made you think Green Day? It was seriously a shot in the dark. Really. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of bomb lyrics in both their things now. Yeah. So that's tough. The flag unfold, I thought was kind maybe of Maybe because I just heard that song. I don't know. Like, Oh, yeah. Uh, all right. So moving on. Okay. I don't want to feel that same old shitty wasted day I always feel when I'm ill. Don't want to feel... Um, I'm trying to not read these quite in the cadences yeah, because I feel like that might give it well. away. Um. Tom, Tom DeLong. It is, it is. He and sings about feel a lot, kind yeah. of thing. I don't want to feel the same old wasted day I always feel when I feel. Like so it's like, <laughs> it's Into the Night by Angels and Airwaves. Okay, I don't even know what song that is either. Jesus. Silence is the enemy against your urgency, so rally up the demons of your soul. Wow, that's. What do you think? Before you answer that, what do you think that means? Say it again. <laughs> Silence is the enemy against your urgency. So rally up the demons of your soul. What do you think it's about? I don't fucking know. <laughs> All I know is I knew what Basket Case was about. So, <laughs> so is it Green Day? Yeah, it's Green Day. <laughs> it's Know Your Enemy. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, it's Silence is the enemy. I guess your urgency, so rally up the demons of your soul. soul. Okay. Oh, wait, oh, wait. <laughs> it sounds better in like the, I guess in the, it works better in the melody it than works, it does but reading it, it. It's like such placeholder compared to what they did beforehand. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You have these gems before and it's like when I come like reading around. Reading it out, it's, it just sounds like just this garbage. This is the dumbest but, thing. But with the melody, it, it kind of has something to yeah. it. Yeah. Um, all right, so uh, <laughs> number six. Wait, wait, so that's, have you gotten two right? 
I think so I've got gotten two or three. 99 revolutions. You got I don't you got the I don't want to feel ill or whatever, right? And then you got this. Did you say this was Green Day? Yeah. All right, three. So three out of six. Okay. So you're failing. <laughs> Lock the doors and warn the Federation. Bright and bold, here comes the revolution. There's so much revolution going on in the new album. Yeah, Green Day has their newest album is called Revolution Radio. <laughs> Um, but on Which, the other but hand, the thing is, the last three out, I'll be another Nuno Dos Trace has all every fucking album they've had is revolution. On the other hand, Bright Monster. and Bold is pretty Angels and Airwavesy. Yeah, I mean, if I were true. to describe them in two words, I think, I think you're trying to trick me. I'm just trying to tell you two ways you could go with this. Say it one more time. <laughs> Lock the doors and warn the Federation. Bright and Bold, here comes the revolution. This could be on fucking Fallon. This this uh this game. This game, yeah, really. The <laughs> Billy Joel or Tom DeLonge. It's got that mass appeal. <laughs> Can you can't you imagine like Sarah Jessica Parker playing this with? Is uh, it Billy Joel or Tom DeLonge? And then you have the episode where Billy Joe and Tom DeLonge play. You know, <laughs> that'd be. Per- yeah. <laughs> and they're like, who are these guys? <laughs> That wouldn't, be Jim, that, that, that wouldn't be Jimmy Fallon. That'd be like Eric Andre. Would do that on his show. <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah. Um, all right. It's uh, Tom. Angels and Airwaves. Voyager by Angels and Airwaves. Ah, yeah. Got it. Yeah. Bright and bold. I don't think. Yeah. Uh, bright and bold. Yeah. That gives it away. It's too cheesy for Jojo. <laughs> uh, all right. Just three more. Okay. So I've got four. Four. Four out of four out of six. Okay. Red alert is the color of panic. Elevated to the point of static. Beating into the heart of the fanatics. Whoa, that's Green Day. Yeah. <laughs> American eulogy. What why did you say whoa, that's Green Day? Is it beating? Is that too harsh of a word like for t- hearts and beating and is a big thing mm, as yeah. of late? Mm-hmm. Last- American idiot, the cover. Yeah. The heart. <laughs> and then we just watched that music video for one of the songs off Dose, and it had like a heart. Right. The beating heart. Um, all right. Goodbye to the you're, you're rallying here, Ryan. Uh, you you come back. I think I've just figured it out. You figured out the the pattern. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Standing at the edge of the world, it's giving me chills. Looking down at the edge of the world. <sighs> Tom. Forever now by Green Day. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the chills. That's what, I put that there to throw you off. I knew that you'd say. All right. So like beat looking down. Like I feel like that's like I don't know. So this is eight out of nine. You've gotten six. I think five or six, right? Yeah. Oh, five. Yeah, you've gotten five. So I think the last one determines whether or not you get a D or a C on this. So this is pass fail. So it has kind of all come down to this. (laughs) This is for all the points. All right. Are you ready? Yes. And this is California. We fuck in California. We fuck in California. (laughs) Uh, that's actually that's not really a Tom song. Yeah, that's Tom DeLong. Off. You did it. You got to see. You passed. <laughs> I knew what that was. All right. So uh, that was from the solo album. Yeah, that was too easy. I, that was the point. That was supposed oh, to be a joke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was why I read it all seriously. <laughs> of course, that's Tom DeLong. We fucking California. And this is California. California. <laughs> we fucking California. Uh. Was that like off International Super Hits? Um, yeah, that was either like Maria or Pop Rocks and Coke. Those two uh, 
<laughs> two unreleased songs song. off good songs those are good songs uh so <laughs> so a c, a c. um yeah, not bad not bad they got most of them i think i made my point <laughs> yeah i think you're right he does garbage songwriting uh, you just can't get old and write good music i think that's it i think you can't i don't know i think i, I know i don't think that's what the, that might be true but i don't <laughs> think this is an example of that i think this is an example tom too about just knowing what you're good at, you know, write what you know. I think that's what it is. Well, what if you Green just have Day, nothing else to say? Like maybe you've, that's all. And then stop saying stuff. <laughs> I mean, Billy Joe, like, like, you know, it's all the, like, know your enemy. What does that mean? You know, it's like a vague protest against what? He doesn't have the balls to say anything specifically, <laughs> or he just doesn't know, which is fine. Just talk about your anxiety. That's great. Talk about, you went to, you just went to rehab. Talk about that. Maybe that's what has, you know, Joe's trace has, sh- things about that in there and we just don't i feel like that it doesn't though i i wanted that i was kind of excited about that when i heard that he went to rehab i was like maybe there's some interesting you know but maybe i mean you we get some of that the but thing I, is maybe we're getting some of that with the new album you know yeah and i think you have a little bit of a return to some of some of that with this new album i think so too. i think you get a little bit more introspection um a little bit this might be a good time to uh yeah, we'll wrap, um, wrap up the Green Day as it now stands. Well, so uh, I'm glad you passed, Ryan. We don't have to kick you off the podcast. Great. I'm glad um, I passed. I think you didn't pass the last game, so Mm-mm. this makes Failed up for that. hard. Uh, that was fun, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think the best way to wrap this subject up is to say our personal top five. Yeah, why not? Yeah. I'm not, you know, not like a ranked list. Or maybe. Is yours ranked? Mine's not. Not necessarily. That's not really ranked. I, I actually wrote down more than five because I couldn't really. It's going to be hard. I though. just couldn't narrow it down to five. <laughs> I don't know. I th- I think I have uh, I have seven here, but I can probably talk. I can knock off one of these. Why don't uh, I can knock off two of these? Probably no. Don't knock off two. Knock off one. Get, get you save yourself an honorable mention. All right. Why don't we uh, go through our list and just kind of why don't you go through the list and give a rundown for each one of like why why that's in your of all the songs of all the Green Day songs. I mean, they're got to be one of the most. Oh, that's the thing is I this is I feel like this list isn't good enough, but these are just ones and. It almost feels like I just put the fucking international super hits on here in a way. Well, let's just say it's your top five list right now. Um. Okay, right now, and the thing is, I can't even think of how one of them goes. But I just know it's one of my. <laughs> <laughs> you can cut that out. <laughs> no, I'm not cutting that out. Um. Okay, so uh, we already said jaded and brains, uh, brain, brain stew and jaded. Did you count that as one? I count that as one. Good. That that's bad. that's fair. You I put a slash that. in the middle. All right. Uh, I've hitching a ride on there as well, and those are kind of similar songs, yeah. but uh, they just are ones that stick out so hardcore on the Green Day. Is there uh, anything we haven't go. touched on about those that you kind of want to mention? Um, I think I'm just a big hit of slow buildups. It's mm. always a thing. Yeah, I'm a sucker for that. Um, and those songs, um, just blow up. You know, they just blow your blow your fucking ears out. You know, especially the end. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had Macy's Day Parade on here. Um, it's kind of reminded of it when I came walking in and it was playing. Um, 
And I'm just like, yeah, that's fucking a great song. And I can just sing the whole fucking song. <laughs> Before recording, we just had like a the Green Day YouTube channel just kind of <laughs> running through videos. Um, I have, um, and this is, it's hard because I wanted to get one that's sort of in the vein of, you know, Basket Case and um, when I, uh, you know, Welcome to Paradise. And I just like, I, like a it's, doogie song. <laughs> like, I just want to get something like that where, like, like I put down Nice Guys Finish last. Mm-hmm. And I think it just might have been one of those as like a kid that was just like, oh, yeah, they do finish last. Like, <laughs> you have your nice guy moment or like. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It just like that one just sticks out to me as like a yeah, perfect little Green Day song. Um, I'll have Walking Contradiction in here um, is one of my favorites. And I can't tell, tell you why. I don't know. It's just one that's it's only it's at the end of an album and just really was always a f- big favorite of mine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have she as well. Did I ever say that? Did I say she? No, no. And it's uh, it has that bass. Yeah, um, that's one I think that's become one of my favorites later in life, kind of thing. Um, and then uh, and yeah, that's kind of my nice list. It's okay. a good list. Nothing crazy. It's nothing like surprising. I feel no, like. and but I think that you know. Like I said, I and like I think we both said, Green Day is a band that knew how to pick a single. You know, they're yeah, there's no I, no shame in that. that and I, I I think I, generally I had, their best songs are the singles. I deleted it because I was had too many, but I had um, uh, Are We Waiting and Saint Jimmy. Like, oh, interesting. Like, so. so that's a little bit later. Is yeah. there any why those two? Um, those are just ones I remember like out of all like listening having American Idiot on in my truck and I was one of the people that had like a, a truck in high school that uh and a lot of people had to <laughs> people who had a truck well, in high school I was not like I had, I had a car I had a vehicle that and my in senior year and I had a lot of friends that were a little bit younger than me so that no one else had like cars so I would be the one playing fucking my music on there and I had American yeah. Idiot like stuck in the CD player forever you know at the time and I remember a lot, like the times, like being like, "You guys gotta hear this little thing." Let me show you this little band called Green Day. <laughs> and I would go to those two. Hey, we are. I was like, "How oh, fucking epic this is!" And then all of a sudden, it's just like, "Bam, bam, bam, it's coming down across the other way." Above the boulevard, I was all up right. Like just kind of like this. It's fucking awesome. Just like I think my whole like. Like, like like trying to write like punk songs and stuff is like I feel like I'm, that should be higher on your list. I'm trying to yeah, I guess it. Yeah. You're talking about this more passionately than any of the other songs. <laughs> but I think just like for me, like because American Idiot was you know I was like the other song it would I was all those other albums were before my time and this was the one that was like my time yeah know? and this uh, is my time and so <laughs> this is my time down here um, and uh, so that's why that one sticks out so much and. Yeah, for fucking St. Jimmy, I just like it's so s- sick how it just is like, yeah, like fast as suck and then the bam, 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 and it has a little like, like it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it it's probably good, is. It probably one. should be on my list more because yeah, I am passionate be. about Take it. Take off um, Walking contradiction. contradiction. You didn't really have anything to say about it. Put that in an honorable mention. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, <laughs> So the official Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, uh, Take Off Your Pants podcast. Um, Ryan List is Are We Waiting St. Jimmy? Yeah. Brains too jaded. <laughs> I got to squeeze in like two extra Um Hitchin' a Ride, She and Nice Guys Finish Last. With the honorable mention of Walking Contradiction. Yeah, let's just fucking leave it off. No, <laughs> You're abandoning it. Fuck that. <laughs>
All right. So this top five. Uh, so for me, um, I got Basket Case for reasons I kind of mentioned already. Yeah, it's good. Um, Macy's Day Parade for again. Um, I think besides the what, what? <laughs> I'm just laughing at my. You the, I, as most basically, po- you as, you dropped this five thing on me like right before we started recording, and I wasn't ready for it. <laughs> and I was like, "Shit, what songs do I like?" <laughs> well, in fairness, I thought about it before recording, so I my list is as hastily compiled as yours is. <laughs> I was like eating shawarma when we were tra- <laughs> out, you were putting your list together. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have shawarma to contend with. <laughs> uh, so. Or are you saying my list is better than yours? I'm it's going to be better. Basket case and Macy's Day Parade. Whoa, these crazy pulls. <laughs> um, one of the songs in my list. Um, yeah, so Macy. <laughs> the only other thing I want to say about Macy's Day Parade that we haven't mentioned is because um, we talked about the lyrics. I think musically it's just so fun and nothing sounds like that. Mm-hmm. You have these subtle strings. It's just everything about it is just kind of like an i'm surprised they wrote it frankly it's He's just like he was timeless. almost like you know i'm gonna write a better song than time of your life yeah that's that's what it is it's the uh, if time of your life was written by the teenager um macy's day parade is like the middle-aged man i keep writing. saying time of your life. it's good riddance you know it's not be good riddance parentheses time <laughs> um so then hitching a ride i have, oh, you have that actually there. yeah wow. um for same reasons you. It's so dynamic. It just nothing sounds like that. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's so original. The the strings I think are what get me with this is that like the this is something I think I'm finding out about Green Day is they just I like the way they when they use strings I like the way they do it and I they don't do it in like a cheesy just like we're doing cheesy is the wrong word they don't in a, a boring way of where most bands I feel like when they add strings are just we're doing the chords of the song and now it's the strings. But Green Day, like Time of Your Life, it has like a solo, a fiddle solo. Macy's Day Parade, it's just these very slow strum like textures. It gives it like a Sigur Rós background mm-hmm. feel. And then um, Hitching a Ride, it's just like this, like, what the fuck is this? Like, woo! You know, like, <laughs> um, anyway, so love that. Uh, Longview, which is, I just think it, that's, if like all the small things are damn it, is the Blink-182 song. Like Longview's got to be the Green Day song. It just yeah, yeah, it yeah. sums up their ethos. I think the writing in it's really good. Um, like that should probably be on my list. I'm too. feeling like it. Like it's a song about being lazy, um, and like pill me off this Velcro seat and get me moving. I sure as hell can't do it by myself. Mm-hmm. Like that. It just it's so good at like evoking like a specific image and feeling. Yeah, for sure. And uh, like I'm feeling like a dog in heat trapped indoors from the summer street. Uh, I locked the door to my own cell and I lost the key. Like so it's good. you know by my you know by my lip and close my eyes take me away to paradise. Like talking about jerking off because he's bored, mm-hmm. you know, and like how it's intense because of that. Like then you have that breakdown of like where is my motivation? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like it's a song I think that's taken for granted a lot. I feel like if that didn't exist and it came out today, people would be like, oh my god, this song is so good. <laughs> um, and then uh, the last one I have is the only one that's I think the only one that's not a single. Uh, Worry Rock, a song off Nimrod that is, I think, the best he ever did about like writing a song that's like about anxiety mm-hmm. and also has this really cool kind of 50s-ish vibe to it, but yeah. still punk that's a very original... Reminds me of Redundant, which is... That'd be my honorable mention as Redundant. Yeah, that's probably one of mine, too. Um, and it's mm-hmm. also got... Worry Rock is probably my favorite Mike Dirnt bass song. Yeah. 
chorus of that song. Um, it's not something, you know, I, I don't know if you'd really be listening to, but um, he is just like, not just shredding, but playing like just Paul McCartney. Like it's, what I love about Paul McCartney is he kind of, he's shredding, but it's like adding, it's like a song within the song if you pay <laughs> attention to it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what Mike Dirnt does at his best, and especially with this song. Um, just, it's a really good song all around. Everything about it, I like. So. My name is Saint Jimmy. I'm a son of a gun. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's great musical writing, right? Like all the best musicals start out. My name is. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was in a 21st century breakdown. He was like, "My name is Christian." <laughs> like I remember listening to that. I'm like, oh, uh, "God damn it, Billy Joe! Just don't just write do a, that once. Don't write a musical. Like you don't introduce the character by my name is. <laughs> my name is Luke." <laughs> um, <laughs> One thing we didn't talk about, and I don't know if you can place this somewhere or if you're just going to keep it right here where it's at, but we never really talked about their kind of comparison to Blink or like sort of like their... Well, this is the perfect time to do it. Yeah. Like, or just like how they, um, yeah, like what's their dif- here's the here's, differences? Like what's the major difference? Tom DeLonge in the famous documentary, The Urethra Chronicles, stated that he was never really into Green Day because he wasn't a fan of their style. Ryan. <laughs> What is the style of Green Day? And how does it differ from the style of Blink-182? <laughs> wow. He said that, huh? I think it was in the Aretha Chronicles. He wasn't. It, it definitely. It, where, been, it must have been two because I, I watched one a lot more. Wherever it was, it, it, wherever that interview was or the video, it, it wasn't by any means like a mean thing. He just said like, eh, I never really got into them. It, it's just not my style. Um, well, one of the things, I mean, what's the difference? And I guess I don't, the style of Green Day compared to... Green Day is as kind of comes off as an evolution of old school punk and old school rock, like uh, the Who or something. Well, maybe eventually, but I'm thinking more of like you know old Beatles kind of thing, mm. you know, kind of almost like, that's what Green Day more is. more in the tradition of like the Ramones, where we're gonna we're just gonna play these fifty songs fast as fuck and yeah, have maybe guitars. the more like the Ramones. And uh, like maybe the clash a little bit and stuff like that. And then, um, and that's what green day is, I think. But, and then blink is almost like the evolution of, it's hard to even put cause green, they, it, now listening back, they are so different in a, in a way, yeah. but not much. Cause it's a three piece punk band. I think, I think green I day. Try, what's the difference? Yeah. What is it? I think, uh, <laughs> I mean, here one thing. Um, I mean, I was, we weren't going to bring up like a mailbag, but this is kind of has to do with this. And it's um, hi, my name is Moritz. He commented on a, on a subreddit, and he says, um, oh, um, he said, beautiful. I can't wait to hear you talk about Green Day. Was one of the things, and he said, I think the guys of Green Day are better musicians than Blink. Hmm. And a lot of Green Day's earlier work, Billy came up with great solos, Paper Lanterns, for example, and Mike's bass lines often carried songs, uh, Saffiras Roots, or any other song off Dookie, for example. The harmonies aren't are also really amazing. Yeah. Um, even if Trey isn't better than Travis, which, uh, Trey is a perfect punk drummer and can make awesome fills. Best examples: Burnout and Bang Bang. Um, so I think like, um, it's almost like, like I think it's a 
like Trey Cool is almost like the Ringo star of punk in mm-hmm. a way, like where people don't give him yeah, enough credit. A, not really a great drummer, right but now. but the thing is, he was he's solid. Yeah. He's on top of it, and it's like a per, it's almost like a drum machine. How perfect he, he is! He makes the thing. Billy Joe and Mike Dern songs happen. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of what it was with Ringo too. Like, yeah, um, but I, I guess Blink is is more of a pop sheen and then maybe like their influences are more like the you know stuff of like cure kind of 80s uh kind of punk. i don't know it's weird it's hard to say yeah. the difference and like, what you, what's, what's a way to put it i you know musically there's a lot of things that come to mind right away right where green day is not as riff based yeah that's true um and the songs are but Green Day has riffs, but they're they're all the power it's, chord. It's power chord, yeah. But it, it's they're, power chord based versus. I mean, it's a small distinction, but it's a, it's a significant one that that is obvious. I guess it's an obvious one that that Blink uses riffs all the time, and Green Day uses power chords. They don't really do like single note riffs. Mm-hmm. Um, the song the songs themselves are usually about girls with Blink. It's kind of like introspective songs from a non-crazy person, and Green Day is a little bit. It's introspective songs from kind of an, a more unhinged person than I think mm-hmm. um, anyone in Blink wrote. Like, I think that'd be the main difference. Yeah, you know, I think. Um, but yeah. what would make Tom say is that he doesn't like the style? I think uh, just because they're like too rough around the edges for him, or something like that. <sighs> I think it might be the riff thing because Tom is really, he's really into Fugazi. Um, he's really into Jimmy Eat World. And those all kind of have like both the big difference is it's kind of a little more riff and the songs. Well, you know, now I'm thinking about, I don't know about Fugazi though. Cause like what the, why is he interested in what a Fugazi song has to say? <laughs> um, I don't know. I, re- I really don't know. Lyrically, I, I, it's different for sure. Like the way the songwriting, I think, is. Yeah. I mean, and Green Day is definitely more one person. I mean, it's um, as far as the songwriting goes in the lyrics, it's, you know, you're hearing one person's story. I think you hear an arc, you know, of that beginning their first albums, Dookie to Warning. I think you hear the arc of someone kind of growing up and learning to deal with their anxieties. And then once they conquered that, they just kind of like start looking around. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you don't have that arc with Blink, you know. Um, I, they just, they just and then certain, their and certainly, you know, when you talk about later career, Blink and Green Day, Green Day stuck more to the rock basics that Green Day, that Blink was willing to experiment beyond, you know, get more synth heavy, more um, alternate instruments in general. Green Day kind of went down that path, I guess, with Warning, but then kind of retreated and it's pretty much just guitar, bass and drums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And solos. and I guess for me, the big thing has always been the riffs. Um, I don't know. Yeah, they are, they are two peas in the same pod. I mean, maybe that's a little bit why they don't like each other, though, because they're kind of similar. <laughs> yeah, and we didn't really bring that up either as far as, like, Trey Cool one time saying, like... At least Trey Cool, like, talks shit about them on the Pop Disaster Tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Understandably, I think. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think Blink is shitty, but just I understand why he would feel shitty. Yeah, it's weird. 
Like, what do you think? Like, what was the just just because they're just out playing them every night? Or no, I think it was Trey. Like again, what I was talking about of like Green Day's career, it's taken for granted now that they're like the biggest one of the biggest rock bands ever. But in two thousand one, this was two years after Warning. They hadn't done anything, and Warning and- was their least selling album. And now they're touring with essentially like the Five Seconds of Summer. You know, the shit, the the band that just came along after them doing it more poppy, but the same stuff. They, he probably just hated them. Yeah, like he probably hated them from the beginning. You know. And the, they're I kind of probably in the similar boat as the punk bands that didn't like Green Day when they signed on the do Dookie, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then Blink might have this tension too of like they saw Green Day's career and they're like, maybe we're headed for this next, you know, after this album, you know. So I, yeah, I think that's what it was. I bet. Yeah, it's interesting. It's. Uh, I bet they'd get along now. I think so. Yeah. Especially, I'm sure they do with Skiva. Skiva seems like anyone would like him. Yeah, I'm sure that they can. I bet they do. And the thing is, like, I think there's like a video of like Tom trying to call Billy Joe um, on the phone on Mod Life. You ever seen this? No. <laughs> it's like Tom trying to call Billy Joe. Like, I'm gonna call Billy Joe right now. Like the Mod Life kind of video uh-huh. on a webcam. He's not trying to call Billy Joe on the webcam, but he's on a webcam with his phone trying to call. He's Billy trying to Joe. call Billy Joe in front of the webcam. Yeah. That's a shitty thing to do. Yeah, and it's like Billy Joe's like sunny. Yes, Billy is Tom. Joey. Wait, Joey. Joey who? I'm sorry. Who's this? I was looking. Uh, I call. I tried to call Billy. Oh, you are. Hey, this is Tom DeLong here. From Blink. Hey, buddy. I was wondering if your dad was around. Okay, well, I was trying to call your dad just to say hi, you know, because I'm getting ready to go on stage, you know. Who is it? Whatever, but, uh, maybe, uh, Fuck off. Tell him in the can. I'm in the can. I'm in the can. Like, he wouldn't have his phone with him if he was taking a shit. I think that's 2016, Ryan. He he's had his phone. That was the Simpsons uh, reference. With the, <gasps> Damn it, I didn't. It was, uh, didn't I don't know if you got to it, but it's Ralph. Like coming to see like dates like Lisa. Have you seen that one yet? Ralph dates Lisa. Yeah. No, oh I my god. To that. <laughs> and she oh, like comes great. to the door and uh, horror's like it's Ralph. Whatever. <laughs> uh, tell tell or like Lisa. don't answer it. Like don't like Lisa's Lisa like says, tell him I'm in the can. <laughs> no, tell him I'm not here or something like that. Give live with an excuse and <laughs> says she's in the can. <laughs> The most comedic way they could have possibly phrased she's pooping. She's on the can. <laughs> she, she didn't want to see him, see Ralph. So. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of mad. Yeah, she's in the can. Not even like the just the dad voice, you know? <laughs> yeah, she's in the can. Sorry. Well, you should probably watch that one. But I think that's a good way to go. <laughs> well, you know... Um, if you're going to watch that episode, I mean, are we, are we oh, yeah, I guess that time, right? Well, look forward to, uh, <laughs> we're going to eventually, or, um, we're going to talk about, uh, the new Green Day album. We'll yeah. So out. part, part two of this is going to be, or part three, I don't know how, we're, this is long, so we're, I don't know how we're going to cut it up, but, uh, uh, we, part two we, or three. We're going to talk about the next, next on Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. We will talk about Revolution. Podcast. You just did it again. Did I say jacket? Yeah. Oh my god! I gotta stop this. I've never done this before. You're crying right now from I from am laughing. From laughing. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, um, 
So yeah. Um, Next on Take Off Your Pants podcast, we're going to check in for what Green Day has been up to. And yeah, we should do a little bit of like, see if we can do some research of leading up to like what this is and stuff. Yeah. I, and I don't think, you know, you talked about the downfall of Green Day. I don't think you're necessarily including this album. It Not remains to be seen what we think of it. Yeah. Anything's up for grabs. So yeah. So look forward to that. And then uh, until then, put those pants back. Yeah.